I am so excited that you tuned in today because I love the word unstoppable and I want to know what it means to you. When you think of a person that's unstoppable, do you think of yourself or are you thinking of someone else and why? This is what we're going to unpack today in the episode. I'm so happy that you chose to join us today. You're going to love my guest because we're talking about the road to becoming unstoppable and what that really looks like. And you might be surprised by the answers that you hear. So get ready. I'm happy that you tuned in to Addicted to the Climb. If you love this episode, please share it with someone so we can get everyone climbing higher together. My mission is all about helping people climb higher in faith, creating a healthy mindset so they can think more clearly and know that God has bigger and better plans for them. So that's what we do here at Addicted to the Climb. And I am just so thankful for you. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today and choosing to stay addicted to the climb. I hope you're having an amazing start to your week. And today, as I had mentioned, I am bringing on a fellow LinkedIn friend, Karina Burton, to the show. Welcome, girl. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Kelly? It's been a minute since we've chatted, so I I feel like we could definitely like catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's catch up right on the show. I love it. Well, let's start with that. So last time we chatted, which first of all, we met on LinkedIn, as I said, and I was pretty new to LinkedIn at, you know, I think it was, I was a few months in and we connected there and you're just so kind. And you had me on your, we did a live on LinkedIn. We did a LinkedIn live. Yes. Yes. And, And we talked about how to be unstoppable and how to stay addicted to the climb. And then, yes, it's been a little bit of a minute. Tell us something new and exciting that's been going on in your life lately. Well, I did make a personal change. It doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't impact my company um, per se, but I decided that since I had been working remotely from home, um, for so many years building the business, uh, my husband and I decided to change our surroundings and our environment to allow us to become our most unstoppable selves. Um, You would be, I mean, I don't know how everybody feels, but 
I am truly astonished by just a change of your environment. Your surroundings can totally change your perspective, your gratitude. Um, and it can either go one of two ways. It can either you can be an angry person because your environment is really toxic. Um, and we think of toxicity as being like people around us. But really, you have to think about what is your are you just constantly in busy traffic? Are you just go, go, go? Is there no time for pause? What about the nature around you? Is it more businesses rather than nature? There's so much that's behind like our economy and our livelihoods and then what makes us tick and thrive that like just your surroundings alone can totally change and shift that. And honestly, for me, for quite some time, I was really struggling in where I lived for so many years. Um, I lived in Arizona. I'm not from Arizona, but I have pretty much raised um, many of my children there. And it was just no longer resonating with me. And it was not an easy change to move from Arizona to Oregon um, with a family of six. We have six of us here, not seven, because um, my oldest daughter is uh, you know, college age. But it took me about two years to finally make this dream into reality. And so that's been like a really big movement for myself my family we now live in this amazing cute quaint town in oregon and i have never felt so much gratitude in a place that i live in which is a really great place to be especially when we live in such a busy world and then if you're a business owner it can get really easy. Like it's easy to get caught up in the rat race of wanting to grow, scale, become larger than life. Um, and this is a really great way to kind of bring you back down to earth and say, that's really not nearly as important as um, grounding your life. And how do you do that? And what's really important? So, oh my that, God. Oh my gosh. That's been just so much fun for us. We've been yes. living here over the last, um, three, four months, kids started school and everything is going really good. This is incredible. You're like speaking life into me right now. So I know God has divine appointments in my life. And this is definitely one of them because I think I needed to hear that as well. I mean, I just want to unpack so much in what you just said. I was writing a few things down, but the first thing is your awareness of yourself mm -hmm. and what makes you tick. Like you said, I work with women. So I know many of my clients, Karina, they'll say to me, Kelly, I woke up and I'm 50. I don't know what happened. Like I'm, I'm, yep. you know, it's so sad to hear that. And I know for you, because you're young still, but I never want to wake up and say, what did I just do for the last five years? Did I do anything different? Like I'm still the same person. I'm st I, I never want to feel like that. So were you, I guess the first thing I want to start with is, were you always up for growth and personal development in an adventure or did this just kind of evolve as you got older? No, I've definitely always been somebody who is, and I wouldn't even say that this is an adventure, so to speak. It is, but it's not. So 
you can have that almost excitement feeling of change. But then when you get into it, it gets really scary. Mm. Things that you plan don't work. Mm. What you had, like your intentions is somehow falling apart. And so in your mind, you start to think, maybe this is not meant for me. Maybe I should wait until I have all my ducks in a row. Maybe I should wait until I'm older. And yes, like I'm not old, but I'm getting to an age, I'm going to turn 40 next month, that I could have been somebody who said to myself, I'll wait till my kids are graduated. So I would have sat there for another, you know, 10 years of sacrificing something that I had felt deep inside of my soul that needed to change, but mm. I didn't allow fear or, or difficulty to hold me back. And, you know, I see that actually being a factor in my life over and over and over again. And I will tell you every single time there is a little bit of that excitement of like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then as you dip your toe into the reality of change, it gets scary. It gets hard, but it doesn't mean it's not meant for you. Because if let's just use this example of like me moving and making this huge change, I had to confront um, situations and difficulties that really challenged my ability to even move here to begin with. So I had to face that first and head on and I had to be okay with with the, that that difficult part. And then once I thought that I got over that hump, there were other things, you know, everything that we planned from the moving to the home to the um, getting all of our stuff inside of our home was so challenging. And I remember saying to my husband, I'm like, this is just asking us, how bad do you want it? How bad? And are you willing to humble your heart enough to accept something that's not perfect, what we think is perfection, what we think we want, what we need? Are you able to accept that? And once you once you do, um, and we did, that thing that we thought was not perfect blossomed into perfection. It blossomed into everything that we could have ever wanted and that we every single day feel so much gratitude that we didn't give up. We didn't say that it's too hard. We didn't say maybe these um, pitfalls or um, roadblocks are saying this isn't meant for me, oh. right? Like, you know, your intuition is literally going to tell you the difference between a roadblock that's really keeping you from and protecting you and then roadblocks that are there just to see how deep are you going to dig to get where you want to go. And you have to know and understand the difference between the two. Yes. I am I, loving this so much. I literally, Karina, just got off my a coaching call with my coach. And mm -hmm. this is what we were talking about. I'm in a mastermind with a bunch of women. And this is the stuff that we were talking about because things aren't going to go as planned. Even in our mm -hmm. business, like we can apply this, what you're talking about to so many areas of our life. Like most of us growing up, we think we're going to have the perfect marriage and we're going to get married and we're going to run off like all these dreams that we have, but things are going to be hard. We're going to come up against things that don't go as planned, but how 
are we going to handle those things? And we were talking this morning on my call is it really comes down to the belief that we have in ourselves. Like, like we're not supposed to, I say, when God gives us a vision, he will provide and give us provision. So if mm -hmm. we have a dream in our heart, or if we know we're supposed to do something, it's not going to be easy all the time. But mm -hmm. and I have notes that I wrote, and I want to read this to you. Don't back down from the speed and energy it requires to get up that mountain. No matter what, we're not quitters. I mean, this is the yep. messaging of this podcast and what you stand for is becoming unstoppable. It doesn't mean things are easy. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to come up against rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. Yeah. It it's going to be hard. So yep. I just loved everything that you said, because I always say, if not now, then when you started this conversation a minute ago with, well, when then, when? In a lot yep. of times we say, when I get healthier, I'll go to the gym. Like you said, when I feel better, then I'll move. When I feel like I'm ready, you're never going to be ready, right? Yes. It's just, I mean, I remember moving to my home and it was only a couple towns over. And I told my husband for a long time, I'm not ready. Well, why? When I think back, why did I prolong the beautiful place I live now? Like I could kick myself. I can't do that. But, you know, it's like, just yep. do things that you know are going to benefit you in the long run, even though you might not see it yet. If that yeah. makes sense, I'm so alive. no, it definitely does. Because the thing is, is that we'll always, if we have that fear, we're always going to find a reason. There will always be something that comes up, something, right? Like my oldest daughter, not my oldest daughter, but my second oldest, she's a senior this year. So she made the decision on making that change from going, you know, where she was going to high school. Um, and then her last year going to a brand new high school. So it's a total and completely different, you know, transition, but it's, there's always going to be something that really like, will always be there as your excuse, right? Does that make sense? Yes, of course it does. And that's why I say, if not now, then when? And why not now? And why not me? Go for it. It's a yeah. belief that you have to really, you, it, it, it has to come from within the belief system mm -hmm. that you have about taking a chance or just trying something new, stepping out of your comfort zone. Cause we all love to be cozy with the warm blanket in our comfort zone, but we don't, nothing happens in those places. Nothing. Absolutely. We and we can't become unstoppable. So I actually just wanted to add to, you had mentioned um, that, you know, God gives you your provisions, right? The, the speed, the stamina, all those things. And I think that, you know, here's the uh, point, though, that as we're evolutionizing and wanting to grow, we think of it as receiving the tools that we need. And there are many, many times that he asks us to just sit and be still. Mm -hmm. And are you willing? Because that's another scary feeling. Mm -hmm. Because then we look around us, especially in this day and age where we have social media in front of our faces and we're seeing people, you know, continually say, oh, I can't wait to share this announcement. I can't, you know, here's this new uh, event that I'm putting on or this 
new mastermind or this, 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 grow, 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 scale, scale, scale. <laughs> and there are many times though throughout our lives and our journey um, in life in general where he asks us sur to surrender mm -hmm. our trust in him to sit in the season and heal, mm. heal within, because he's going to prepare us for something that's so much greater. And if we're in there kind of like tooling around, doing all the things, we don't have a chance to sit in the waiting, be patient and listen and hear what are the next steps. So, you know, to just be mindful and remember that sometimes those provisions are to surrender, sit, listen, and heal. Heal areas of our lives that keep us from the type of growth that we are meant to live, where then in our lives we feel satisfied, we feel happy, we're not constantly chasing our tail to find what it is that makes us feel whole. Mm. Um, and you'll also find the things that you know that light you up and you're like, this is what I want more of in my life. So then how do I continually shift and pivot my life into receiving those things on a more frequent basis instead of having my life, um, you know, it's like, I... I now feel this, I truly feel this way now where I've moved and I, and where I live is I'm not anxious to leave my environment like I was before. And so when you feel at peace and happiness, I don't want to feel like I'm chasing the next big thing to give me that high, mm -hmm. right? I want, I want to be stable, grounded, have that happiness and interject these really good things into my life. But so you can either live a life of like, I'm not really happy. I'm only happy when I do these things. And you're kind of going in those high highs, low lows, high highs, and it's not a healthy way to be. Um, and so when you can find that balance in your life, then that's when I think really the magic really happens within us and even like our energy around us. And then those that we are just, um, surrounded with whether it's like in your yoga class or you know your spin cycle class like our energy is always going to be resonating with people so mm -hmm. it's like you want you don't want your highest and best energy to only exude when you're on vacation or when you're on, you're doing the things that light you up you want to find those things or place yourself in your life where you feel that constant like energy that makes you feel lit all the time and it kind of reminds me of like we think about relationships in general like uh, you know your spouse it's always recommended for us like not recommended but I don't even know what that um it's a it's best practice when finding your partner in life is to not allow that partner to be your happiness and your joy because that is what keeps you happy is their happiness, them being around you. They're supposed to, you need to be happy. You need to love yourself. You need to be able to light yourself up. You need to be able to do all the things that um, are going to make you a, ha a happy and healthy person individually. And then your spouse is there to 
add the happiness and additional happiness, right? They're not your happiness. It's like yes. even in your career, right? You, or your the same your professions or the things that you want to indulge in in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to add to your happiness. It's not wow. supposed to be the only thing that makes you happy, it's- because then we live a toxic cycle mm-hmm. of you can't stop working because you can't stop feeding that monster within you that makes you want to feel like you have self-worth you have mm-hmm. right and everything's always derived from gratitude oh yes. gratitude is literally the answer to all things <laughs> the, the one and only answer and like mm-hmm. see you guys now you know why i love this woman because you like you're exuding peace and i think at the end of the day that's what humans are striving to have in their life. It's mm-hmm. have all the money in the world, all the fame. At the end of the day, if you don't have that peace inside, I, to me, you don't have it. You don't have yep. anything because it all comes from the inside. Everything of what you're saying. I mean, I need to go back and rewind all this too. You really did unpack a lot of different things for people, whether you realize that or not, to think about today, because I think people are on the chase. They're on the hustle Mm -hmm. culture. They're trying to fuel something inside them to get us to that peak, which they think is going to make them happy, but they're not even looking inward. They're not even taking rest moments. They're not surrendering. And I think all that plays a role in our success. So mm-hmm. if I were to ask you, and I already can answer this, how does Karina define success? What is your answer to that? My answer for success is honestly feeling, I mean, it's to feel peace in your life and happiness that not everything is perfect in your life, but that you find gratitude in your everyday life. And there's a sense of um, satisfaction, right? You just, Mm -hmm. you feel satisfied with what you've done with your life. Yes. Uh, Because it is true. I know, and I've personally experienced where I have gotten in a point where I, I felt like my worth was wrapped around my accolades the things that I was doing or people just being in wonder or awe so to speak of how my business grew and you know what I had done and accomplished but I think to myself what if that all went away tomorrow what I feel and nobody knew any of that who am I who am I as a person And so it's just this continual, like retrospecting, if you think about it, for me, it's like, well, what, what good did I do? I feel I changed an industry, I changed a total different perspective on what it meant to come in and, you know, offer a service that, you know, my company offers, and to do it with integrity. And that's what matters. It's not how many millions I've revenued. You know, when you think about, you know, money offers avenues to continue to 
drive a vehicle that creates change and we want it to be a positive change. But money is not something that defines you. It just creates ease and opportunities if used wisely, but it does not define you as a person because money is just energy that comes and goes. Sometimes you get a lot of it. Sometimes it, it goes away a lot and it just keeps going. And it's just this like ebb and flow of means, but it does not define you. So if that doesn't define you, then why are you working so hard? Right? So if you've come to this conclusion, you're like, okay, money doesn't find me. Why am I working so hard? Then you you realize like, what's my why? And then you start kind of chipping down for me. It's like, well, I need to make sure that I am, my why is not so wrapped around my business. Why that then my why for my life, which are my children, that they don't have this really beautiful quality time that I can disconnect myself from the why that's putting the food on the table, Mm. so to speak. Right. I want to jump into this because I want you to tell my listeners what you do and what you built. I mean, I want to hear your story about going from zero to building what you built, Karina. And I would love for you to summarize that for us because it's amazing what you've done over the years. (laughs) It's definitely been a journey. um, And I'm always, always learning. I'm I'm recognizing my talents and things that I need to be better at, or I want to be better at to improve myself um, as a whole individual. But over the last um, 10 years, I, you know, went from being a newly single mother of three and having no background with school or work. I was a stay at home mom. and unfortunately, I say this, unfortunately, because not everyone has the same story of separation and divorce as I do. But unfortunately, my um, ex-husband didn't feel that it was necessary for me to have any financial means or support, um, except for a very small amount of money that I was given. It was very small. (laughs) a month for the children. And so I had to figure out how do I now provide for a family of four? And I have no skills to that point, other than being somebody who, you know, is raising my children. Um, So really, I had $500 in my bank account, and I had just enough um, power within me to say that I have value that I was worth and worthy of a life that I felt I deserved and that I had to make a change that was scary. I felt a little excited at first. I know nobody wants to be divorced, but when you are being, when you're in a relationship that's narcissistic and financial abuse, um, you feel a little like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be free of this. But then as you go into reality of what that's like, it's really, really scary. Um, and I, you know, I started just doing sales and I really kind of got into 
that a little bit more. And I started getting into like the, I, I mean, it, it's really in the commercial real estate space, right? So I was like a service-based provider for commercial real estate companies. And initially I struggled. I really did. I struggled really hard because I was just like, okay, if I can just tell them what's the service I'm providing, you know, do my spiel. And then that's when I realized that I was doing it all wrong. Right. Because that wasn't authentic. It wasn't real. Um, people weren't really feeling connected, right. That energy exchange that I'm talking about that constantly is happening, um, on an everyday basis that wasn't happening. And so, um, I had to kind of like take a step back and, and think like, well, I do actually really like the company. I really like what we have to offer. And so I'm going to be really authentic and I'm going to really just kind of do this totally different approach. And my approach was our why, not what we do is our why. And then building my relationships with my potential clients. And once I started to do that, I was, I was really on fire. I was doing so well. And I was just like, wow, I am, you know, companies that have been around forever. I'm outselling their companies and people are knowing who I am. And I just was just like in awe. I was just shocked about how I had the ability to even do this. So you know, the hard and frustrating thing is that when you do sales or business development, you start to realize you're like, man, I am growing this person's company. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I really, really, really want to do my own thing. I really want to build my own company and, um, you know, had this great idea. The problem was, is that I'm learning through the school of hard knocks, like literally. So I'm doing really well. I have other competitors that are finding me and wanting to poach me. And I'm kind of like leveling up within like, you know, the corporate world. And then I had another uh, group that said, hey, I'm going to let's start our own company. And that was the beginning of my experience of what it felt like to become an entrepreneur and then to have too many cooks in the kitchen and then everything you build and then see it go down. So I had built a company, a restoration company. That was what I, my past life, I like to call it. That was what I did. And I had to walk away after a year of us in business because um, one of my partners was essentially stealing money from me, like tons and tons of money. So I, you know, I didn't allow that, right? I recognized, wow, I just, I have, there's some areas that I'm not really savvy in. So maybe this just isn't right for me quite yet. So I go back into like corporate world, I'm working for a company. And I evolutionize out of that, go into another area of business um, in the industry. And that where I had left from restoration to janitorial, the restoration company owner was like, you got to come back. I'm losing sales, basically. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a, a piece of 
the business just outright. Mm -hmm. And I share this because, you know, I could easily just be like, yes, I started a company in 2019 and we scaled it in a year and a half to a multi, you know, seven figure business. But people don't know like how difficult it is just to start a business and you can start it multiple times and you can, you can scale it high. And then there can be something, something that just derails it and it doesn't work. And you either have the choice of allowing it just to capsize you and say, okay, I'm not going to try anymore, or you can do it again. And when I decided to go back with this, uh, you know, somebody who was then essentially my partner, um, almost the same thing happened. I recognize this person was not being forthright and um, fair with um, the finances. And I had gotten to this point where I'm like, I've always wanted to start my own company, but what, what is it that I'm going to do? I have no idea because I don't want to do what I'd been doing for years, which was restoration. I wanted no part of it. Um, I wanted to provide something that was really needed in the industry. And since I'd been in commercial real estate for so many years, being in the construction area was very familiar to me because we did a lot of events with commercial real estate and construction companies. And I had learned about a service that is just not specialized in, and it's construction cleaning. And it is a very imperative point in your process of building from the beginning all the way to the end for safety reasons, for, you know, um, obviously cleanliness. But then, you know, when you have, you know, the new tenants move in or the, um, the owners are taking over, they don't want something that is dirty, right? They want something that's clean. And there is a major difference between janitorial where you're just vacuuming and mopping and dumping out trash bins versus sweeping a four foot height of soot. Like it is literally intense. And then going in and out of these buildings on elevators that are these temp elevators and lugging all your stuff and trying to figure out how you're going to clean a space that needs water, but there's no running water. It is intense. It is very physically um, grueling. And you have to be very outside of the box thinker on how to organize your team and ensure that people are not coming in and redirting what you've done. So when I had this idea, I brought it to uh, my business partner at the time. And I was like, I really feel that construction cleaning could literally stand on its own two legs. I felt like the profitability margin, what there was um, much better than janitorial. And so, you know, I took a chance I, and my partner took a chance on this and we both did something that nobody else has been willing to do, which was to have faith and trust that something of this nature could stand on its own two legs. And it was something nobody was willing to do because it's not contract mm -hmm. service. It, it is only a duration of how long the cleaning is going to last. I mean, some cleans, yeah, they'll last like six months um, up to a year because they're such a large project. 
Um, but we have many, 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 many jobs where it's just a one day final claim. But you have such a vision. I can just, I'm, I'm listening to you and you weren't stopping no matter what, like your, you said your why I feel, I can feel that coming out of you that you were going to make something happen for yourself, no matter what it took. And, and honestly, yes. I want people to really hear that aside from everything you did and the grit and all the hard work and you were persevering, but you bet on yourself, really, when it comes down to it, you said, I'm going to make something happen for myself and my children. So, because they're so important to me that I'm not quitting no matter what, no, you know, that I think that's what it is, is without a vision, people perish. Mm-hmm. So no matter what your vision is, you have to know that you're the only one that can get there. Nobody's going to hand deliver you a company or an idea. It it has to come again from within. And yep. you just attacked this full on, head on. You, if you were going to fail, I can just see it. You, I'm sure there were, like you said, so many times where you fell but you had to get yourself back up because nobody's going to do that for you. And so when it comes down to just trying to make something happen in your life or finding success or fulfillment, there's no quitting. Like this whole message of what you embody, Karina, it's, it's amazing. You have such tenacity and just, you know, you come from a power in your mind of mindset along with action. And I think that's what a lot of people lack. A lot of people can have great ideas and things flow easily through them, but they don't take the action because they're afraid. And so mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit, because I think that's what I want my listeners to know. A lot of people get stuck in the fear part of trying something new in doing, especially as a woman, maybe you can speak about that. I mean, you're talking about being in a construction space. I mean, lady, (laughs) that's like, I mean, come on, anything, you can make anything happen if you really just go for it and don't quit on yourself because it doesn't work in one month. So I just want you to talk about the mindset piece of that for a minute. So that's why I started with the, you know, the way that I started off, right? And I wanted to share a bit, a bit about that because um, it's so incredibly important to recognize that my journey though hasn't, I haven't peaked. So either you want it or you don't. And that's where it's like you, I had my ebbs, I had my flows, I had my difficulties, I've had my struggles. And then I just kept, you know, putting my nose to the ground and thinking, okay, I know I don't want to do this forever, but I'm going to sit here and wait. And when the right time comes, you don't know. And you don't, and you don't even really necessarily think that, but you just put it into, you know, the energy and, you know, you put it into prayer and you tell yourself that you are going to and it's not even necessarily like manifesting it. It's literally putting it out there saying, God, this is what I want. And this is the, you know, I I can't do anything more than what I'm doing right now. Sorry. 
yeah, you guys can go inside. Sorry, you're not to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> but um, I didn't, I did not know that our plumbers are here. So anyways, um, what was I saying? Well, the, the so putting so no. putting in your into the mind that what you want to do and your journey on getting there is is it literally can change right some people it doesn't some people it does but if you're prepared for whatever avenue it goes down you're going to be prepared and ready to take on that challenge and so you know it wasn't the first time it wasn't the second time and then by the third time I finally had that epiphany of being able to be a founder of an idea of a concept of a business and organizing it and then creating this entire um, mission behind it and a message that really drew people in to wanting to know more and wanting to be a part of this, you know, part of our CPR difference that people recognize us for. Um, I got to do that, but it doesn't, it didn't come. So I will say work came very easy. I have never in my life had something come so easy, but the biggest downfall and the biggest difficulty that we face is being in construction. We have to deal with slow pay. So there've come points where it doesn't matter if we've revenued $3 million in a really short period of time and we continue to have work come left and right. If, if all my money is in a cloud, it's over, it's done. And it's, and it's one of those things where I've had to come to this realization where, okay, I am like, uh, not at all that I'm like, uh, who's the, who's the person who invented the, uh, electricity, um, Thomas Edison. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, he, he's like, I want to do this. And he failed a thousand or a hundred thousand test but he was like i'm determined to make sure that i finally get it right and he could have given up being like look it's impossible i cannot do it it's impossible there's no way to do it or you can say even though i know i have a great idea and even though i have these things that are causing strife or struggle for my business if you feel really deep and embedded in what you're doing you're going to continue to refine it and refine it and refine it to make sure that you finally get that secret sauce and that recipe for success. Um, and this part is so important because it is so it's a deception to see a company uh, grow so large and in revenues so much. And nobody knows the back and inner workings of a company. And you know, we just see people say, oh, look how big I've just opened up a new location and no one really knows like how and what did we do to improve our business model? Mm-hmm. What did we have to fail? What did we have to, to financially lose to improve our business model to get to this place where we are today? Right. It's a constant mm-hmm. evolution. Of it is. And change, and and it's and it's willing to be able to say, "I'm in a scary spot. Am I going to jump ship, or am I going to keep working?" Right. That's the the key right there. 
right? Yeah. What you just said in yeah. any area, am I going to jump ship out of my marriage? Am I going to jump ship because we're fighting so much? What are you willing to do to make it happen, to make it work? There's always deep inner work that nobody wants to do. And I feel that's, that's how things fall apart. That's how businesses yeah. crumble. That's how relationships mm -hmm. stop. And so it yeah. does come down to making decisions. What's important to you? What is a priority to you? Is your life worth climbing for? That's my tagline. Your mm -hmm. life is worth climbing for. But do you believe it's worth climbing for? What are you willing to do? What steps are you willing to go? Are you willing to go to the furthest step in, in this to climb higher than you ever did and take the chance, mm -hmm. or are you just going to throw the towel in because you're tired, you're not feeling motivated and things aren't going the way you planned. So yeah. I am so, I, I love your belief system. I love how you think. I love how you're just, you know, with, so for me being Christian, and I know we talk about our faith with God, I believe all things are possible. And like I said, in the beginning, if God gives me a vision, he'll also give me provision to, and, mm -hmm. and, and it's up to me to take the messy action in all the action to make that thing happen. I mean, I, if God gives me a vision, I can't sit back. Yes. I do believe in the rest. I do believe yeah. in the surrender, but I'm surrendering and resting to wait for his steps. For, yes. You know, yeah. it, that all is how I work in my life. So I just love everything that you stand for and lead us in because I want to touch upon. So you have this business that you created this company and, and you're feeling, you know, you're fulfilled. I mean, you're doing excellent. So proud of you in so many ways, but then you decided to talk about this unstoppable part and you have a podcast and is that all tied in? Is it a whole different um, ball game? Tell us about your podcast, why that, why you started that, and what is your messaging for people there? So I started it because I wanted to really showcase other people's stories on how they became unstoppable people. And I wanted to show that there is a reoccurring theme, which is you always are going to continue to to face like these roadblocks in your life. Mm -hmm. And then you see how somebody can, will persevere through it. It's not just this like easy road that doesn't have these incredible ebbs and flows that make you feel as if they are catastrophic or so deep that you have no ability to get out of it. It's it really derives from a person's foundation and their why. So, you know, and I am somebody who believes um, in God and, and Christ. And so for me, that's my foundation. But I also am very open to, you know, other people's like spiritual modalities and what makes them feel that helps them feel grounded and solidified. But like my key and most important message is if you do not build your foundation in life on a rock of something that keeps you grounded, when the storms hit, your foundation will 
will flood. It will wash away into the ocean. Um, it will become a part of the sand and you will, you will be somebody who is, I wish I would have, I wish I would have. Um, and that's where any step of any part of your life that you want to become unstoppable is to build this foundation. And it's an unstoppable power. Um, and however you build that is um, really your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And your spiritual journey is going to be encompassed in your professional journey because the two um, drive together, they pair they are, you know, so great with each other. We've always been like personal, separate from business. And that's so wrong on so many levels. Um, everything, you know, when you become a great leader in your company, you can also then take that and put it in with your family. How can you be, you know, a great parent on how you lead your children and help them? And it's always through example. It's never like dictate and tell and tell. No. I mean, sometimes I have to tell my kids 20 times to clean up their mess. <laughs> but if I'm messy, why on earth would they think that they have to clean their room? Why on earth? You know, and, and that's one thing I do tell my kids is, you know, if I do it, my expectation is that you are to do it as well. I'm never going to ask you to do something I don't do. Oh, I um, and that's the same in yes. my professional life, right? Like yes. there are things that I would never, um, Absolutely. I do. And I, I have expectations that through my example, um, and, and leadership that people will follow, yes. you know, and, and understand and see the bigger vision on why it is that I have, I I'm leading in this way. That, that's um, so important, Karina, to, to lead by example. That is so important. That's the number one um, business tool we can have in, in use is just lead by example. Everything you said is spot on. Even as a parent, if you're acting crazy and you're throwing tantrums all the time in your home, well, and then your children are doing that, what do you expect? That's what they're seeing. Mm -hmm. The same in your corporation, your company, your team. If your erratic behavior and your you know, it, it, it really matters. So I, yeah. I love that you mentioned that. And I love that that's what you stand on and your foundation is built on faith. And so is mine and my listeners know <laughs> that and that's why they're here. But I, I mean, you just dropped so many great, valuable insights on so many different areas that I know I'm so appreciative. I love hearing how you've just went from broke, I say to built because you have, <laughs> And it wasn't easy, but you did it and you're still doing it. And we're all a work in progress, but it really does. I mean, you have to think about what your definition of success looks like to you. And we all have a different definition, but I say, build your foundation on faith first and the rest will fall into place. I know this yeah. because it's so true with God. He can open doors that you humanly cannot even think about opening. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing everything you shared today. If they want to connect with you and follow you and ask questions, where can they find you? So I'm most active on LinkedIn. So you can find me there. I um, So Karina Burton. And then I also do have a, a newsletter that you can follow. Um, and then Unstoppable Media, which is on LinkedIn as well. 
Um, if you are an Instagrammer, then it's unstoppable with Karina. We have taken a small break on um, my podcast for this year because okay. for me, this year has been, um, it's been a surrender and grow and in ways that I never thought possible. And it's to be able to really disconnect and listen to the inspiration that I'm receiving, um, which is really hard for me, actually. It's it's like, I'm somebody who's like, I need to create, I need to do, 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 do. So for me to feel that I have this almost, this reoccurring theme that says surrender and let God work his, um, work his blessings over yes. you is, yes. is really like a trust factor for me. Yes. And it's, and it's growing my faith. So, yes. so excited. yes, my podcast is a little bit on hold, but okay. I do have some fun stuff that I have. Um, I'm working on, it's a little bit of a slower process, but I'm working on. So wow. definitely, you know, connect and place. Yep. And stay in tune. (laughs) And and definitely. And I'm excited to watch and see what God has in store for you because it's so exciting when we follow his ways and the doors he opens and just the new um, opportunities that he presents to us. I I can't wait to watch. Guys, I just want you to make sure you follow her. Go to LinkedIn if you're not there. Make sure you're following me there as well. I am very active on LinkedIn as well. Karina, thank you. You're a blessing. I'm so excited for you and your new home and everything that's happening right now for you. God bless. And until next week, you guys keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith fuel and fitness and I'll meet you inside or you can even head over to my website kellytian.com to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.